Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck, hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat, starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. Oh, what's up, you damn dirty dickheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Monday, March 21st, 2022, and this, well, this is episode number 443 of Very Own Deck. Thank you guys for showing up. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, happy to have you here. We have a busy, busy, fun time show uh, ahead of us. We have so much to discuss that happened over the weekend. Er, my gird. We got Deshaun Watson traded. Carlos Correa signs with the Twins. <laughs> and so much more going on. Uh, March Madness, which I didn't watch a lick of, but that's okay. You guys can talk about it in the chat. That's fine. I will show you uh, a link that uh, somebody put together. It looked like they looked at the odds for each Sweet 16 that's left. Uh, sweet 16 team that's left so we'll we'll peruse that i mean i don't i don't know i'm not gonna be able to tell you hey this team is better because i don't give a shit about college basketball never have never will also i was supposed to watch formula one forgot it's recorded i'll probably watch it tonight so we'll discuss tomorrow okay maybe so there uh, uh andrew clay said uh oh what the hell happened to all my God bless America and everything holy. Why does that always do that to me? I'll never understand it. Uh, Andrew Clay said, welcome to the program. Aaron Raybold raiding with the two views. Let's go, Aaron. What's up, fam? Thank you for being here, my friend. We're getting raided. It didn't sound either. There was supposed to be a sound. There's supposed to be an air raid sound where it sounds all cool and everybody's like, oh, damn, we're getting raided from the sky. Uh, didn't happen, but hey, I appreciate you. Thanks for the raid, Aaron Raybould. Welcome to those of you joining the program that were over there hanging out with Aaron, Aaron, uh, who I got to saw this Friday at the Deckhead Hangout over at Kobos. Uh, my name is Barry Laminek. I am a uh, streamer, former ESPN Houston radio host here in Houston, Texas, uh, touring stand-up comedian. Host of the Houston Sports Show on CW39, a TV program that you can watch if you're here in town. Uh, welcome to the show. We have a lot to get to. We have a ton of stuff to discuss. You might notice there's something going on over there, right here, right there, right there. Uh, Hello Fresh, sponsoring the show. Horror Monkey is still not a thing, but we will get to it, I promise. Um, Hello Fresh, sponsoring this program for the foreseeable future. Uh, I will share with you guys... Uh, more about HelloFresh and how you can actually eat good and uh, eat well. Why isn't the sounder working? None of the sounds are working on the things that should be sounding. Damn it, Cherry, thank you for the 100 bits, sweetie. I appreciate you. I don't know why that wouldn't be working. 
Let me go look at my overlays real quick. Um, no clue why it's not uh, why it's not making noise. I I I I I don't understand it. It's it's perplexing to me. It's uh, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't get it. If I put the hype train up, let's see. <sighs> this is gonna drive me nuts. Uh, yeah, really. Hello, fresh. Uh. Uh, what is this? Alert box is dead. Yeah, I don't know why it's not making the noise. Yeah, Donna, we had a blast at Kobo's. We're going to get into that as well. Um, whole lot of stuff, but I got to figure out, guys, why, real quick, I just, bear with me, uh, folks. I want to see why why the why the, the, the alerts aren't working. Let me get in here to my Twitch alerts. I wonder, did they jack something up here? Let me see if I just, I'm going to emulate a follow. Okay, so did y'all hear that? Or was that just through my browser? I uh, don't know. That sounded like it came through. Did you guys hear that as well? Or was that just in my ears? It's not operator error, Drew. Like to invite you to go have. S now, did that? Now, see, I don't know. I think that was just the tab. Your IT guy should be fired. I'm the IT guy. All right, so that was just me. Hey, thank you for the follow, Wallace. Much appreciated. So see, the sounder works over there. So it's got to be, it's got to be here in the stupid, dumb, big, dumb, dummy thing going over here. I wonder if it's because I added this stream elements thing. Let's just take it off and see. Okay, let's take it off and see. The alerts didn't want to go to work today. Yeah, that kind of feels that's the case. Turn it off and on again. Okay, you know what? I don't need all your IT support help, okay? You guys, half of you are stupid. Oh, that was a little aggressive. Hey, Mimi, how are you, sweetie? Let's get to the chat. Let's uh, let's shout out the chat, and then we'll go from here. I see Steven, the weather guy, is on Weather Watch. Which is cool. Mikey C said, did I win? You did not, my friend. But thank you for being here. Philip Bernard in the building. Got to hang out with him this weekend. So that was dope. Uh, Jen is here. Dimata showed up. Virginia Buttonweed. Thank you, my friend. My sweet, sweet Donna is here. Fidel Lamone. Uh, John Dory is here. Cisco. He said hi from Houston. What? You're in the building. Let's go, man. Good to see you. Chris Reyes is here. Rudy Rod. Sanitize. Wash hands. Social distance. Back to up everybody come on we're still in a pandemic uh robert likes beer the king of the deckheads is here that's always good to see and who else is here uh aaron j bryant super falcons fan key sager hey by the way thank you to key sager for the five dollar friday on a monday he said he was busy i didn't expect it i appreciate you my friend thank you very much you're a gentleman and a scholar and uh gandhi said uh let's go deckheads you yeah you're damn right let's go deckheads uh AJ, a Colts fan now. Uh, yeah, Aaron J. Bryant, you're going to be a Colts fan now that Matty Ryan has been. We're going to get to that trade, too, I promise. What's up, One Deep? What's up, uh, Tony the Handsome? You handsome son of a gun, you. Sorry, I got to clean it up for the HelloFresh people, folks. Uh, One Deep, what's up? I was not in the bathroom. I wasn't boo-booing. That's see dead gummit. Oh, look. I fixed it. I think I fixed it. I think I got it. Uh, who else is here? Potch, what's up? CC, what's up, girl? Uh, Richard Vales, what's up, dude? The other Andrew Dice Clay. What's up, Clay? I mean, Andrew. Why did I call you Clay? That was weird. Mr. Tanner, what's up? Potch, thank you for the other bits. I think I got it fixed. Did you guys hear that? Huh? Did you guys hear it finally? 
Uh, I hope so. Um, let's see who else is here. I uh, think I got everybody. JM Sizzle, Potch. Okay, I fixed it. Thank you. Uh, is HelloFresh a feminine product? <sighs> no, truck driver Pookie, it's not. So I'm going to need you to shut your dumb whore mouth. Okay, Wallace, thank you, buddy. Um, okay, all fixed, all good. We're good to go here. Oh, are we in a hype train? What the heck? How did you guys manage to sneak that in on me? We are in a hype train. Let's go. <laughs> Jerry, thank you for the 100 bits. JM Sizzle, thank you for the 100 bits. Potch, thank you for the 100 bits. Truck Driver Pookie, thank you for the 50 bits. Thank you guys for starting the hype train on Monday. I appreciate you. This is crazy. Uh, this is amazing. Alvin Kamara is getting traded to the Packers. Chico's brother just coming in here spreading lies. Do we have a, do we have a, a reliable source on this? Do we have a reliable source on this? Thank you for the 20 bitties, sweetie. If you don't have sources, don't be just posting it. Don't be just throwing it in the chat, Chico. Okay? What's up, Rob? I leave for one and a half weeks and you have a meetup? Damn. Yeah, we did. We all met up at Kobo's. It was delicious and fun. Hey, it works for NASA. What does? Fire the producer. Well, that's a thing. Joel, thank you for the 26 bitties, my friend. Appreciate you. Um, all right, so let me, I'm going to check this Alvin Kamara news. I see nothing. Sources, Saints get deal to re-sign Winston. That's all I see. I see no Alvin Kamara to the Packers. So you're a liar, Chico, and now nobody wants to be your friend because no one hangs out with liars. What's up, uh, Stephen Luther? Thanks for being here. Nothing on Kamara. Thank you, Tony the Handsome. Chico just out here throwing lies. Posted five minutes ago. By who, Chico? By who? Adam Shifter? That's not the same as Adam Schefter. Just so we're clear here. Mimi! Thank you for the 200 bits, sweetie. You're the best assist. All right, let's get to it, guys. We have a lot to discuss. Uh, I'm super way behind. Of course, of course. I got to say this. It is a sham. It's a Travis sham mockery, Chico. You're not going to come in here, get me to look stupid. I mean, I look stupid, but you're not going to get me to sound like I look. You're not going to. Shut up, Chico. Okay. Uh, it is a sham, Potch. They try to Travis sham mockery is what it is. Uh, we have many things to discuss. Let's start. Jared! Yo! Let's go. Hey, Dr. Hot, thank you for the follow. Appreciate you, my friend. Posted by Burial Dick. Kiss my ass, Chico. You kiss my ass. I'm not, you tried, you tried though. See, see, I'm not new to this. Uh, yes, thank you for the shout out, Potch, for Aaron Raybould and the raid. Very much appreciated. Um, but definitely not posted by Burial Dick. Unless someone hacked my account, uh, which, you know, it's possible, I guess. But this light is very bright. I need to, uh, Lower this light a little bit. There we go. Uh, let's get to the headlines because we have a lot to get to. So let's start with our sports headlines for the day. Uh, here's your sports headlines Heck for the yeah. day. Heck yeah! Stevie Buzz, thank you for the sub! <laughs> Jen with the gifted sub, keeping the hype train going. Thank you, Jennifer. You shouldn't do that, though. You work here, but I appreciate you, and uh, I love you. 
Uh, thank you for the gift of sub, Jen. We are at 69. <laughs> 69 subs, I like. Uh, here's the sports headlines for the day. The Bengals are signing Lyle Collins, so all you Cowboys fans now have a reason to root for the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, I didn't think that would do it. I totally didn't think that would do it. But you know what? Hey, if that's what, if you, if that's what, look, uh, see, I knew CeCe was, she's like, oh, I so loved Lael. Then I hated him. You hate him now. You hate him now because he's a bangle. Uh, that's a, see, that's the thing. You know, like people follow LeBron from Cleveland to Miami to Cleveland to LA. And they're like, I'm a, I'm a Cleveland Heat Lakers fan. Nobody follows an offensive lineman. Nobody's like, man, I sure do love me some Cowboys now because Lyle Collins is there. Nobody. Hey, guys, thank you for the hype train. Hype train is long gone. Better luck next time. Suck it, though. Uh, I appreciate y'all getting us into the hype train. It says your community contributed a total of one sub and 796 bits. You guys are the best. Thank you. Uh, do I get to tweet out? A no, I guess I don't. I thought I'd get to tweet out little little uh, emotes, but I guess not. Screw you too, Hype Trey, you dumb son of a gun. <laughs> Who's clean? Can we all call Zion a bust? Well, we're going to get to that. First, we got to tell you that Jamal Crawford announced his retirement. I know, right? How sad is that? I'm sure I'm going to miss not watching Jamal Crawford on a nightly basis. Like I used to not watch him. It's whatever. Look, I was searching for headlines. Last week was headlines galore. Two slides worth of headlines. This week, I was reaching. Uh, Zion Williams was not expected to play this offseason. And yeah, we can discuss it if you want to discuss it. And I'll go ahead and let you throw it out there right now, chat. Zoom out. Is it too soon to call him a bust? Tony the Handsome brings it up. Is it too soon? To call Zion Williamson a bust. I say yes. You never know. Okay. Uh, sometimes your, your your career starts out and you're plagued by injuries. And we knew the weight was going to be an issue and yada, yada, yada. Um, I don't think you can call him a bust until it looks like, yeah, this dude is never going to reach the potential from which everybody thought he would and where he was drafted. You know, if you're Nike, you got to be like, man, we... We should have waited. We should have waited. Uh, Rob said, so Korea doesn't make the headlines. No, we we save those for special segments. The headlines is stuff that I don't really carve out ton of time for. We just discuss and then we move on. So the headlines aren't, they're just talking points. The, the other stories are really more of segments. We could spend 5, 10, 15, 20, sometimes spend a half hour or more on them. So we're not going to necessarily do that for all of the headlines. Although sometimes we do. Um, Amos said, yeah. oh, wait, Potch said it's a sham. That wasn't the right thing. What's going on here with this little freaky deek thing? Potch said it doesn't seem like he cares. Yeah, that's kind of true. It doesn't. Amos said yes because he was balling before. Oh, we got a shoe check. Okay. Uh, he was balling before the injury. If he never comes back, then yes. So, yes, it's too soon to say he's a bust because he was balling before the injury. Okay, we'll see. I just kind of get the feeling he doesn't care all that much. Maybe he does. I don't know. Maybe I'm uh, maybe I'm being uh, too mean. I'm still very, very bright here. I need to. There we go. That's a little better there. 
Uh, Trevor Story signed a seven-year deal with the Red Sox. Hey, zoom out. Can I party for a second? I was really worried that a bunch of you idiots and James Click wanted Trevor Story to be the next shortstop for the Houston Astros. I think that's a huge mistake. I don't think that dude hits away from Coors. Not like he used to, at least. Not like he used to, at least. Uh, so I'm glad that the uh, that the Houston Astros did not sign Trevor Story. He's going to be a Red Sox, and he can suck their money uh, dry, and we don't have to worry about it here in Houston. Andrew Whitworth doesn't think Aaron Donald's going to retire this season. He says he's going to come back and be the beast that he always was. So take it for what it's worth. Finally, and this we will have some talking points on. Major League Baseball said that the or Major League the Major League Baseball letter to the New York Yankees about sign stealing allegations is going to be made public. Praise Jesus. It's about time. It's about time. It's about 5 years too late, but it's about time. Okay, the same year that the Astros were cheating Lo and behold, the Yankees were treat cheating. There was a letter, and they didn't want it made public because they said it could be very damaging. This could really like damaging, like I don't know, being the scourge of baseball because you cheated. Damaging, yeah. Well, how about you make it public? Who cares if it damages your reputation? If you cheated, you cheated. Big dumb jerks. <sighs> I don't understand why they're like, oh, we don't want to, like, we, this could hurt our reputation. Well, if you cheated, or regardless, let's see the letter. Let the people decide. Uh, there's some news about that. I'll give you the quote. Manfred wrote the letter to the Yankees general manager Brian Cashman is alleged to contain proof of the team's sign-stealing methods from 2017 when New York was busted for improperly using a dugout phone and the Boston Red Sox were found to be using Apple watches to pick up signs. Oh, no one, no, we don't talk about that though. Uh, Yankees team president Randy Levine argued against the release of the letter in December of 2020 saying that releasing the letter could raise, quote, serious, end quote, privacy issues and that letters filed as confidential in the uh, suit by the Houston Astros and the Red Sox weren't being made public. Uh, Levine also said that the letter would harm the reputation of the Yankees. No one gives a shit about the reputation of the Yankees except the Yankees. If it harms them, if they cheated, who cares? Yankees argue that the harm from the unsealing of the Yankees letter will rise because its content, quote, would be distorted to falsely and unfairly generate the confusing scenario that the Yankees had somehow violated MLB's sign-stealing rules when, in fact, the Yankees did not. False. Well, then you wouldn't. No, stop it. Stop it. Stop it, you crybaby hoes. Uh, the court wrote that uh, it said, the argument, however, carries little weight. This is according to the court. Disclosure of the document will allow the public to independently assess MLB's conclusion regarding the internal investigation and the Yankees are fully capable of disseminating their own views regarding the actual content of the letter. I love it. At least the judge is talking sense, right? The, the Yankees are like, well, this is going to make us look bad. And the judge is like, well, why don't we just let the public decide if you look bad and you can rebut and say whatever you want. But it's up to the public to decide the contents of this letter I'm here for it. Let's go. Burn it down. Let's burn it down. If we're going to burn down Houston baseball, let's burn down New York baseball. Let's burn down Boston. Let's just burn down baseball. Now the Correa is a twin. I don't even care anymore. 
Uh, lastly, it says the baseball and the Yankees did not immediately respond. The court also upheld the dismissal of a $5 million lawsuit over the illegal sign stealing scandal um, that rocked baseball from 2019 through 2020, filed by DraftKings player Christopher Olsen and 100 other plaintiffs against baseball, the Astros, and the Red Sox. That was a stupid, frivolous lawsuit. That was dumb. So there you go. They're going to unseal the letter, and I can't wait for it. I'm here for it, and it's about time. Uh, let's see. What's up, Flip? Potch said, Court of Public Opinion says you are the cheaters. Exactly. 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 Oh, no, a baseball letter. <laughs> Sean, shut up. Uh, who else is here? Uh, Korea didn't make the headlines. Oh, we got that already. Heavily redacted. Yeah, I'm guessing it's going to be redacted. Yeah, I'm guessing. Clarence said, what's up, Barry? My nipples miss you. I miss your nipples, buddy. I miss your nipples so much. I miss them so much. All right. Uh, let's see. It takes a lot of courage, though, to admit you bet on baseball. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't bet on baseball, but no, I don't know if it takes courage uh, as much as, uh, I don't know what you would call it. Uh, let's get to it, though. We got, hold on. Let me make my slides here real quick. There's my Watson slide. I gotta, I gotta make my Maddie Ice slide, and I gotta make my my Correa slide. These are so sad. I mean, some of these are sad. Some of these are not sad. We're gonna talk about each of these. Uh, let me see here. We even gonna talk about Troy Aikman, and and um, I got a cool. Um, I was given a cool. Um, Source of, of show, uh, what am I looking for? Show topics from, uh, from uh, Total Dallas. What a heartthrob say. I bet spring training baseball is that bad. Oh, my gosh. That's really bad. Dude, yeah. If you're betting spring training baseball, you're a loser. You're, you're a loser. Hey, you know what's not a loser? Raising money to help people. And you, the deckheads, did it again. You did it again, folks. I asked you to step up. You answered the call once again. We, as a community, all right, stop cheering. We, as a community, yesterday, last week, St. Patrick's Day through Friday, Thursday and Friday of last week, combined with our angel investors who matched your uh, donations, thus, as a decade community, we raised $2,240 that we donated to the World Central Kitchen, who if you don't know what they're doing right now, World Central Kitchen is over in the Ukraine and surrounding territories, feeding the people of Ukraine who have been fleeing that country as it was invaded by Russia. They even went so far as going into Ukraine and providing meals to people that couldn't get out. So this is an amazing organization. I encourage you to still go and contribute and donate if you can or if you want to. But I just want to say thank you to everybody that did. I am proud of us as usual. Uh, and as a community, we managed to raise $2,240 along with the help of Virginia Buttonweed and our angel investors who match that. So uh, very, very proud. Very proud of you guys. Excellent job, everybody. Excellent job. Why is Alex spamming the chat with Papa John's? No one gives a shit about Papa John's. Don't get out of here with your spam. Why are you spamming Papa John's in here, bro? Alex, what's wrong with you? 
Get out of here. Delete that message. I don't want that bullshit in here. Get out of here. I'll worry about it later. Uh, good job, everybody. Good job. $2,240 raised. I'm very proud of you guys. Thank you all for contributing. Thank you for doing your part. Alex, what are you tracking? What are you tracking? What are you, what are you, what are you tracking? Why are you posting Papa John's and tracking? What does that mean? What does that mean? Explain to me, Alex. Explain to me what you mean before you get banned. Amos said Papa John's is trash. What, what exactly is it that you're tracking? I demand answers, Alex. Whatever. Got time for this shit. Day one, Donna, delete the message. Thank you, Don. Get out of here. Alex, the people need answers. Okay. Uh, let's just let's just get to the Deshaun Watson. This guy. If Alex gets out of hand, just ban him. We don't want no damn spam. Uh, here's the Deshaun Watson. Actually, you know what I need to do? Speaking of ads, thanks a lot, Alex. If that is your real name. I, Fidel said, now I'm hungry. Well, Fidel, if you're hungry, boy, do I have a thing for you. Damn it, where'd it go? You know what? I'll start this tomorrow. I'm not doing it today. I'm not doing this today. I'm just too, it's too messed up. We'll just, just we'll do the, we'll do the hello fresh shit starting tomorrow. I owe Fidel a shoe check. This is my bad. I get too distracted by the chat. Fidel, here's a shoe check, buddy. That's what I'm wearing today. I went, I went all black, uh, just plain black t-shirt. What are these? The fives? Are these fives? I forget what these are. Which Jordans are these? Let's see. Uh, no, we'll do it tomorrow. Uh, we'll do it tomorrow. Uh, Dimata, I appreciate you, but we'll do it tomorrow. Let's see. Uh, Jordans. Are these fives? I always forget what these are. are these Jordan fives? Yeah, these are the fives. So these, this is what I'm rocking today. I'm rocking the Jordan fives. Uh, these are, I forget what they're called. There's so many versions of these where there's just like slight changes that I forget the exact version of this Jordan 5, but it has the silver tongue on it, uh, if you can tell barely. But yeah, just rocking the red and black-ish. I don't know what they're... Yeah, I really don't know. So that's what I'm wearing. Jordan 5s. No clue. Uh, thank you, AJ. Retro fives. CC, I was literally just looking at the papadillas for dinner. Oh, yeah. Are they called the fire reds? No, uh, I don't believe they're called the fire reds. I could be wrong on that. I could be absolutely wrong on that. All right, let's talk about it. Because this happened after the show yesterday. As you guys know, we went off the air at 1 o'clock. And um, I'll tie them later. Went off the air at 1 o'clock, so we didn't have a chance to even talk about the Deshaun Watson trade on this show. So, of course, we're going to do that. If you didn't hear, you've been living under a rock. Excuse me. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson has been traded to the Cleveland Browns. What? You guys are supposed to act surprised like you didn't hear about this all weekend. Yeah, Deshaun Watson traded to the, to the Cleveland Browns. Excuse me. Uh, in return, the Browns send three first round picks, a third round pick, and they swap a fourth and fifth round pick. So the, the Texans send Watson and a five. 
And uh, the Browns send uh, three ones, a three, and a four. And uh, Potch said, Deshaun Watson. I never heard of it. Exactly. So let's talk about the trade. Uh, I mean, I've, I've seen some of you all on Twitter. How you feeling, chat? Are you, are you good with the trade? I'll give you my opinion on it. I think the Texans did not get enough for Deshaun Watson. And that might upset some people. That might be, a, uh, 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 I don't know, a Debbie Downer. But Russell Wilson set the market for top-tier quarterbacks. Russell Wilson set the market. The, 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 the Seattle Seahawks got two ones, two twos, Noah Fant, Shelby Harris, and Drew Locke. In exchange for Russell Wilson and like a fourth or fifth round pick. That's it. That was the market. And the Texans went out and got not two first rounds and two second rounds. They got three firsts. They got a third. And they got a fourth. And it's a pick swap, the fourth and the fifth. Did they get enough for Deshaun Watson? Now, when I said no on Twitter, someone popped back and said, yeah, but they didn't have any leverage. Uh, I mean, yes and no. You had these teams in a bidding war. Okay. Now I understand that Russell Wilson didn't have the baggage that Deshaun Watson brought with him. But how do you not get any players back for depth? That's the that's the concerning part. I'm all right with the picks. The Browns are loaded, loaded to bear with talent. How do you not get one young, talented player in return along with these picks? That part I really don't understand. If Russell Wilson can command Noah Fant and Shelby Harris and four picks and a backup quarterback just in case, how do you not get one guy off of that Browns roster? You literally need help everywhere. Outside of left tackle and Brandon Cooks, like you, but it doesn't matter. You need help on the O-line. You need help at running back. You need help at receiver. You need tight end help. You need D-line help. You need linebackers, safety, corner. You name it. Uh, uh, they got long snapper covered. How do you not get something else? Three ones are great. It's huge. I'm happy for them. Ah, uh, yeah, I know. Walt said getting three ones is big time. Yeah, it's great. Getting two ones is big time too. Well, what do you think is better? Three ones or two ones and two twos? Because I'm going to tell you right now, in the landscape of a 53-man NFL roster, given that, that there are seven rounds in the NFL draft, my personal opinion, two ones and two twos, probably better than three ones at the end of the day. One, you're getting four picks. I'm really, I mean, and, it, and, and and this is, you know, if you're a team that is already deep or already has talent, like the, like the Broncos, for example, the Broncos already have talent on both sides of the ball. So getting those picks is, is cool, but they have depth. Already. This is a team that has nothing. The cupboard is bare. I'll be honest with you. I almost would have preferred to have two ones and two twos and a guy like Njoku or I don't know, pick somebody. 
I mean, they weren't going to do that, but damn, if Noah Fant could be traded for Russell Wilson and picks, you're telling me you couldn't have gotten Njoku and some picks? They set the market. And again, I understand. Deshaun's bringing some baggage. But they know this. They know this. And they didn't care about it. Because the other part of this, if you didn't hear, which I'm sure you did, is not only did they make this deal, but they turned around and signed him they, they extended him an extra year, gave him an extra $46 million, which brought his grand total now up to $230 million and guaranteed every single penny of it. Every single penny. And even went so far as to say, you know what, first year, we'll just pay you a mil, one million. You're probably going to get suspended. That's fine. We'll fade it. And that way you don't lose that much money when you're suspended. Like this... Again, the Browns get a generational talent for pennies on the dollar. Watson got a raise and all of his money guaranteed. And the Texans got three firsts. So you look, is this a win-win-win? Yeah. But I don't think that the Texans were a one winner. They won. They got three picks. It's great. Watson won this deal, though. Watson won this deal. If you had to rank the order of who won this this deal, this triangle between the Browns, the Texans, and Watson, Watson won. Watson definitely came out first. I think the Browns came out second. And the reason I think the Browns came out second is how many times have we seen a, a first-round quarterback flop and be a bust? You need look no further than the fact that they're replacing one with the other. They're replacing Baker Mayfield, who was essentially a bust, with Deshaun Watson. So these three number one picks that they got, there's no guarantee, which is why I like the deal that Russell Wilson commanded, because you know what Noah Fant is. You know what Shelby Harris is. You got some proven commodities. What the Texans got was a lot of draft capital, but no guarantee that any of these guys are going to work out. And let's be honest, this is a team that doesn't have a great track record with drafting, with talent evaluation. And I understand those are different regimes and Bill O'Brien's not here anymore and now this is Nick Casario. Cool, I get it. And props to Nick Casario. He held firm early on in this whole deal. He said, we won't take anything less than three ones. And he got that. Good for him. And I heard Mark Vandermeer on the radio as I was driving from the TV station over to Kobos talking about the deal. And how people were so upset that they didn't get enough. That they didn't get enough. They didn't get enough. But but Vandermeer's point was, oh, look, it's a, you know, you you were going after a steak. And you wanted a nice juicy steak. And that was the three first round picks. And you got that. So don't complain about the sides and the vegetables and the bread when you got the steak. First of all, Mark, maybe next time eat before you do radio. Second of all, Mr. Vandermeer, I hate to tell you this, but if I sit down and eat a steak and the mashed potatoes taste like a foot, and the salad tastes like a butthole, I'm not going to be thrilled that I got my steak. It's about the meal. And at the end of the day, using your scenario, the Texans sat down to enjoy a meal, and their steak was good, but the rest of it was garbage. And if the sides aren't there, it ruins the meal. That's using his analogy. So while I, I am excited that they've got first-round picks, finally they've got 3-13 and 13 this year. Yay! Heck yeah! What they don't have is depth. What they don't have is talent. 
Uh, VB said we don't need a QB. Uh, the, the, the Texans don't need a QB. Yeah, they do. Jen said I was trying to be sober today. Listen, Jen, are you excited to have Deshaun as uh, as your quarterback? Yeah, angry, angry said they welcomed the baggage. They did. Sean said three ones is better because you can trade them for multiple picks. Assuming someone wants to trade with you. Don't get me wrong. I would love to see them if they traded back from three, if they don't think that the guy that they want is there. A lot of people think that uh, it's, it's Hamilton or what's the other cat's name? Probably not going to be there at three. So you either move up to get one of those two guys or you move back. Okay. Uh, Amos said Lance was on Freddie and Fitz lighting the Texans front office up Friday night. Okay. I mean, I don't know what he was saying. We're all entitled to our opinions. Um, Cal's pissed. It didn't include a PS five. That very much could be the case. That very much could be the case. Jen said, I'm glad I am. Uh, QB is what we were missing. I hope Landry comes back now. Yeah. Tony said, I'd move back. They need upgrades everywhere. Exactly, which is why I wanted to see them get some value back in players. This fourth and fifth and third, great. But you're telling me you couldn't have pilfered one NFL caliber player off the Browns to sweeten the pot? If I'm if I'm Nick Casario, I'm telling the Browns, look what Russell Wilson just got. This guy might be the next Russell Wilson. He might be better because he's younger. Yeah, but we're throwing in three ones. Great. Great. But this guy is like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Steven said I'd fold the franchise and all it at a day and call it a day. Well, I don't know about that. Uh, I think the Texans lost the trade, Sean said. You went from having a real QB to not having one. Only the Texans. Matt Ryan to the Colts. We're going to get to that. See, and that's part of the problem. Is is Yeah, okay, look, I'll show you. Let's look at, uh, let's look at the Texans. Why did that just happen? Hold on. Move that over there. Put that back. There we go. Chrome resize. Um, so here's the Texans' picks. Nope, that is not the Texans' picks. What the heck is happening on computer today? All right, here's the Texans' picks. So this is what the Texans have in the 2022 NFL Draft. For a team that has no talent, they've got some picks, but the majority of these are day three, day four picks. Day one picks, they get three and 13. That's huge. You get the 13th pick in the draft plus the third. Huge. They have a second round pick. It is the 37th pick in the draft. That's great. They have two third round picks. This is great. They have a number 68 and number 80. They have a fourth round pick, and then they have three sixth round picks and a seventh round pick. They didn't get a compensatory pick. Um, It says, in addition to acquiring the 2022 first round pick, Texans add first round selections in 23 and 24. Uh, Houston also nabbed a 2023 third-round pick and 2024 fourth-round pick with a 2024 fifth-round pick being shipped to Cleveland. So they moved up around in 2024, and they added a third-round pick next year. That's great in next year's draft. But this is what they picked this year, so this is outstanding. All of these ain't going to hit, by the way. All of these are not going to hit. What's up, Eric Resendez? Um... 
Virginia Butt, we said they'll get a comp pick for Reed, right? No, compensatory picks have already been passed out. In fact, I had a link to all the compensatory picks. Uh, nope, they are not getting one. Sean said, as a Bears fan, I can tell you QBs don't grow on trees. When you get one, you better keep it. Well, he didn't want to be here. And so that's the part of this that I think you have to keep in perspective, Sean, is that no matter what, you were going to lose him. Now, when the allegations came out, you obviously lost some trade value. You obviously lost some leverage in finding him a landing spot. And he had a no trade clause. So you lost that. You lost more leverage. Because he had signed that deal already, you couldn't just get the best offer, which might have been the Jets or the Giants or Philly, and just ship him up there. He had a no trade clause. He could say no thanks. And he had earned that. So they were fighting with one hand tied behind their back. But I truly believe if you stand firm at getting three ones, you probably could have got an NFL player to add to your depth chart at the same time. I'll be honest with you. I'd rather forget that third and fourth round round picks. Send me a player along with the three ones and I'd be happier because at least I know out of the 53 spots on the roster, or 50, we'll call it 51 spots on the roster that needed to be filled because you have nobody at a plus level, you added one. Check. One less position you got to be worried about on draft day. I'd be good with that. Because the chances of you finding that in the third or fourth round, it's not as good as knowing this guy is an NFL caliber player. They may fall off, but at least you know what you're getting. Which is why I think the Russell Wilson trade, way better than this Deshaun Watson trade. And I get it. Three ones is big, 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 big. Great. Walson, I really like what the Texans are doing. Everyone knows they aren't built to win now. Uh, with or without a quarterback, the future looks bright. The future looks bright unless you've been here, unless you know how this is going to go. We've seen how this is going to play out over and over time and time again. And I look, I may call me a jaded Houston sports fan. I've lived here all my life. I've watched the Texans and stuff like this happen continuously. They better hit. That's the scary part. You better hit. Because when you talk about the talent that they did have, and you look at this rebuild now because of Bill O'Brien, this, this franchise has been around since what, 2002? They finally get an, a, a Super Bowl caliber franchise caliber quarterback. And within five years, he's gone. And it, look, you can blame the Texans or not. It's just the curse of this city, period. Texans can have Baker, but Hunt, fuck out of here, Jen says. Yeah, I don't think that the Texans want Baker. You know what that is. No, thanks. No, thanks. I don't, I mean, I don't think this team wants or should get a retread. It's like what Seattle did. Seattle didn't bring in Drew Locke to be their start. That's going to be a backup in Seattle. Now, whether they draft a QB or not, but he's definitely was brought in to be a backup. That's it. That's what that was. Uh, Tony said, if Mills doesn't pan out this year, you have picks to move up and grab a QB. And you better hope that next year's QB draft is good. You better hope so. And you better hope you hit on it. Think about that. 
Think about how many QBs are drafted. I mean, Davis Mills was drafted in the third round, a third round pick. And he probably won't pan out to be anything more than average to slightly above average as a quarterback. Uh, Potch said no reason for the Texans to be good this year. This is a good team. This is a good time to build the offensive line. Well, you, you better, you better, you better. So you saw the picks, you saw what they had. Um, I think the Texans lost the trade, but, but they lost the trade, but it's over. And that's a big part of this. This franchise can finally move on the fans, the franchise, everybody, Deshaun, Everybody can move on. And that's a good thing. That's a good thing. And I love that they have three first-round picks. I do. I love that they have three additional, I should say. So now that means they have six first-round picks. That's great. That's outstanding. But they're so devoid of talent that they better they better hit on five of those six. Or that's bad. And let's be real. What are the odds they hit on five of those six first-round picks? This is a franchise who's not done well in the first round. Outside of Deshaun, JJ. It's actually a franchise, I should say. They've done pretty well in the first round. Now that I think about it, it's after that. Which, even with all the guys that they've had. (laughs) Mimi wants to move on. Speaking of moving on. uh, I, I take that back. You know what? The Texans have done pretty good. In the first round. Yeah, I take back what I said. Texans have done pretty good in the first round. They really have. It's after that where you start to question their abilities. And hopefully this is is a new franchise. So I take back what I said, chat. Now that I think about it, yep, they, they have done good in the first round. So let's hope they continue that. Uh, All right, let's talk about the other thing going on in Houston sports that a lot of you probably don't want to discuss, but we need to discuss, and it sucks to talk about it. Posh said John Weeks wasn't a first-rounder. <laughs> it sucks to talk about it, but if you didn't hear, Carlos Correa has signed with the Minnesota Twins, and he signs a weird deal. A three-year deal worth, what, a hundred and what was it worth? What was it worth? Uh, let's see. Correa, $105 million. He signs a three-year, $105 million deal with the Minnesota Twins as a free agent. And the, the, the crux of the deal is that it's got basically an opt-out every year. So if he doesn't like being in Minnesota, he can opt out after year one. If he doesn't like being there after year two, he can opt out. And then obviously after year three, it's done. From Correa's standpoint, actually this deal kind of makes sense. Carlos Correa is what? 20, 28 years old. I mean, he's 28 years old. Uh, is that right? Carlos Correa. Let's see. Wikipedia. 27. He was born. Okay. He was born uh, in 94, but he was born in September. So it'd be 28 in September. 
So almost by the end of this baseball season. So he's really got 27, 28, and 29. And then he'll be able to sign another long-term deal. Or if he doesn't like it, you can opt out and just go get another deal. I think if you're the Astros, the question becomes, could you not have matched this? I mean, the Astros are the reason why this was such a big deal anyways is because the Astros are so uh, anti-long-term deal. They do not want to get involved in a 10-year, $300 million deal with Carlos Correa or anybody for that matter. That's just not the way the Astros do business or at least in the past. So if you're not, if you're long-term deal averse, and you see that the Astros or that the that the Twins are offering a three year deal with three opt out with opt outs after every year. Why not? Like this window. Here's the thing that's baffling to me about what this what this means is that you have a finite window left to win a World Series with this current squad. I mean, the window is shrinking every year because you're losing talent. You're hemorrhaging talent to other teams. Cole. Keichel, Morton, Colby Rasmussen, just kidding, Springer, and now Correa. I mean, you're slowly hemorrhaging all this talent that you had, and this window is still shrinking. And yeah, they still have a great core, and I love that. I love that people are like, oh, oh, you got one through six is still mighty tough. Yeah, ask the Dodgers. The Dodgers are by far the Dodgers lineup now is what the Astros lineup was a couple years ago. They're going in the right direction, whereas the Astros are going in the wrong direction. So don't compare this team to the Dodgers anymore because this current lineup is not the Dodgers. What Alex Bregman is going to show up? Yuli is a year older. Can Jordan stay healthy? Is Kyle Tucker going to continue to be a rising star? Or is he going to revert to a shy, timid guy that really wasn't hitting all that great at the beginning? You know what Altuve is going to be? What are they going to do in center? What are they going to do at shortstop? Well, Ms. Diaz can't stay healthy, so is it Pena's job to lose? Great, because there's your nine or eight hitter. I, I think you bat him ahead of Maldi. There's a lot of questions on this team, and I love this team. I do. I love this team. But now you got Lance McCullers Jr. missing the start of the season because of arm issues. Your rotation isn't that. So what is the bullpen going to be like? There's a ton of questions. And let's be real. Since the cheating scandal broke, the one guy that buoyed this franchise and put him on his back and said, guys, I know you're scared. I know you're timid. I know you're down in the dumps because we cheated and got busted, but I don't care. I'll be the bad guy. Get on my back. Let's go make some hay in the world of baseball is now gone. So who steps up? Who takes his place? Who's the guy that comes out with that swag? Is it going to be Bregman again? Hopefully. But you can't count on it. And you really couldn't even count on Correa. You couldn't count on him to stay consistently healthy. But this, this is, this is, this is, yeah, Tyler White. That's another good one that got away. it. Marty said, so why didn't the Astros keep Carlos Correa? 
I don't think that. And here's part of the problem, Marty. And I'll I'll try I'll try to come up with an answer because to to be honest with you, I don't know. But here's what we've been told, or here's what we assumed as fans. Well, you can't sign Garrett Cole because you're going to have to sign George Springer. So you can't give Garrett Cole what he's earned. Okay. So they don't. They they let Keiko go, right? Remember that rotation at one point? Man, that rotation was nasty. But they let Garrett Cole go because they can't afford it. You got you to have money for everybody else. Okay. They signed Alex Bregman to a really good team-friendly deal. They've got, they're relying on Tucker and Alvarez to be young guys to replace some of these other veterans like Josh Reddick. So you, you, you assume that now you don't spend the money on Cole so you can spend the money on George Springer, but that's not the case because now George Springer is gone. And we assumed as fans, oh, I get it. They didn't spend the money on Springer because they're going to lock up Carlos Correa. We're good with that. If you didn't sign Springer, the heart and soul, the, 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 the fun in the clubhouse, the guy, like we get it. He was a fan favorite, but it's okay. Because you know what? I'd rather keep that infield intact. I love Yuli, Altuve, Correa, and Bregman as your infield for the next five, seven years. Love it. Let's do it. We're behind you, Jim Crick. Wait, what? You didn't sign? Correct. Wait. But I th- so we didn't call because... And the Springer... And then with the... And the- Correct. So what are we doing? And I get it. You got to make money. I understand. But boy, you sure could uh, sure could sell a lot more championship rings on ring night. But your opportunity to win a World Series is closing. And it just got a lot smaller now that Correa left. Now, I'm glad they didn't sign Trevor Story because I don't think he was going to be the guy. He doesn't hit well outside of course. Been saying that for, I don't know, close to, well, since pre-agency started. Um, uh, Mikey C said there are fan assumptions though. Astros never said these players got released to make room for Correa. Yeah, but why else then? Here's the, are you just going to say, are you just chalking it up to being cheap? Cause here's the thing. If you're telling me that you didn't spend the money to keep three bona fide superstars, bona fide studs. If it's just because, Hey, we don't have the money. Bullshit. Bullshit. They do have the money. Don't, don't, by the way, don't be fooled into thinking that the Astros are a small market team. They're not a small market team. They're not a small market team. And they had and have the money. And you're telling me they couldn't sign Correa to a three-year, $105 million deal? Hell yes, they could have. Absolutely, they could have. They could have matched that deal. They could have beat that deal. Especially when you consider, well, for the next three years, is probably your window to win the World Series. So if he doesn't like it after this year, bye. If he doesn't like it after next year, cool. If he doesn't like it after year three, see ya. It just doesn't make sense. I, I, I don't understand the logic behind not bringing one of these three guys back. If you're dead ass serious about winning. If you're dead ass serious about winning another World Series, 
if that's the ultimate goal, if that's the end game of this franchise, then you sign Correa to that deal that the Twins did. Are you better? I mean, it's right up your alley. You hate long-term deals. God, what? It just doesn't make sense. Now, I saw a tweet or somebody, John Granado, said that Crane and Click never even got back to Correa's people or Boris or to Correa himself. And I don't know if that's true or not. And I, I think Johnny's pretty good, but uh, it, it, with his sources and whatnot, I, if that is the case, then this was wildly mismanaged by the Astros. And if it wasn't, if that's not true, and I hope it's not, but you feel like it might be. Uh, I want to know what the motive is. If if it's not true, then why didn't you get back to him? A, a, or why didn't you try to match it? I don't know. I don't know if that's true or not. Um, Mikey said you can't have everyone on a long-term deal, though, Barry. But, Mikey, if I show you these contracts on the Astros, you're going to tell me you couldn't have made this work. Let's just go to spot track and let's just go see. Because I don't know. I don't. I don't claim to know. All of their all of the all of the current deals they're operating under. But Verlander was only a two year deal. Bregman was a very team friendly deal, very team friendly. Let's go. Let's see here. Let me pull this up for you. Go Chrome. And again, like I said, I don't know all the deals offhand. I don't have them. I don't have this stuff memorized. So let's look at it together. We'll determine if this was a good deal or not. Let's go MLB team payrolls. Oh, look. Astros are 10th in payroll. Okay. Dodgers, Mets, Yankees, Padres, White Sox, Phillies, Braves, Red Sox, Angels, Astros. There's your top 10. And by the way, just make no mistake about it. It's weird that Correa would choose to go to, to the Twins. Like, what do you, you really don't want to win, I'm guessing. If that was your decision, if you, if you chose to go there, yeah, you definitely aren't concerned about winning. The twins ain't winning this year. Just, just so we're all clear here. All right. So let's take a look at the Astros. Uh, their, their contracts. Let's see here. So let's see waiver options. So they do have options on Bregman. Um, Yuli, let's see, status, pre-ARB, ARB3, veteran contract. Let's see, how can I do this? I really can't pull this up. Um, payroll. It won't show me how many years this is. Signing bonus. I want to see how many years these are. Mm, it's not going to show us. Oh, let's see. Contracts. Hey, here we go. Extension, seven years. So there you go. Your longest, ex your longest deal right now. Oh, that's experience. Uh, yeah. So your longest deal right now is, is Altuve and Bregman. So tell me, Mikey, where's the where's the long term deal that's holding them back? I mean, they, that that re, when they re up for Verlander, it was a two year deal. Brantley's on a two year deal. I mean, there's no long term deals here. Altuve's the longest deal multi year summary. Let's see what this says. <sighs> Signed players. They have twenty. They're gonna lose eight of these deals. Eight of these contracts. Uh, 
Let's see. Yeah, that doesn't really help. Ah, uh, here we go. Here we go. This is what we were looking for. Look how many unrestricted free agents you have after this season. You lose Brantley, Presley, Yuli, Maldonado. I'm not worried about Castro, Lemus Diaz. Uh, and then there's all your ARB guys. So, I mean, there's really not a lot of long-term deals here. McCullers is the longest-term deal they have. So that can't really be a thing. Like, you can't be telling me that. I mean, that's it. Right, Mikey, I understand that. Mikey said, I'm talking about Cole Springer, Correa, all would want long-term deals if they stayed. I, I get it. I get it. And that's why you didn't sign Cole and, and Springer because you had your eye on keeping Correa, but then you didn't keep Correa. You didn't sign him to the deal. And and what deal? Like, what? why wouldn't you try to match or best that three-year deal that the Twins did? That also doesn't make any sense to me. Like, just pay the man. Because, look, after, after 2023... That's, man. What are you going to do? That would have made perfect sense. And he could have opted out after that as well. He could have played this year, next year, opted out. You do a whole ass rebuild. Altuve plays on his final year of his deal in 2024. It just doesn't make sense to me. I, I, I cannot, I can't reason what they were thinking by allowing this particular deal to be signed and allow him to walk on that. It's different if the Yankees give him 10, 10 years, 400 million, right? Like, that's different. It's different if the Angels throw seven years, you know, 28, 280 million. The Twins. I just didn't get it. Um, Mikey C said five years, 160 million is same money. Clearly the opt-out was the sticking point. Exactly. But I would rather have Carlos Correa for one more run in a world series this next year. than no Correa. Like it's done. The next time the Astros fans are going to see Carlos Correa is when he's old and decrepit and just is going to play one more season for the hall. That's it. Although it would be super crazy if he opted out at the end of next year and came back on a long-term deal. But it just, to me, it sends the wrong message. And if you didn't know, Jose Altuve said he was shocked that uh, Carlos Correa would sign that deal, that particular deal with the Twins. What's interesting is that Marwin was a twin. Marwin, remember, Marwin was, I don't know if he was traded or left Houston for Minnesota, but he became a twin. So I wonder how much consultation Correa had with Marwin Gonzalez. Damn it, I said that, Barry. Said what? Bro, I can't read the... I can't fucking read the, every goddamn message in the chat. I try. Um, Aaron said the Twins had nothing to lose by taking him and letting him opt out each year. Yeah, exactly. The Astros didn't either. So, yeah, Marwin left as a free agent and went to Minnesota. So I wonder if there was some consultation there. And don't get me wrong. Remember now, Minnesota just made that trade with the Yankees. They got uh, Ursula. They got Gary Sanchez. They signed. Um, uh, who's the pitcher they signed? They just signed another arm. Ah, what the hell was his name? Former A's dude. Shamanaya. And now they add Carlos Correa. 
It's not going to be enough. That White Sox team is loaded. Good luck. The Tigers are going to be nasty this year. Good luck. I don't know. Um, Mikey said, yeah, I agree with that. They should have done just done a one-year $40 million deal, but this way Correa has money guaranteed for the next three years if he bets on himself and fails. Yeah. But you could have done that. You 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 could have done... You could have done a one-year, you know, you could have done a a, a a team option in year three and a player option in year two or flipped it, vice versa, and made it really worth his time and effort. I mean, you could have done, there's a ton of stuff you could have done. You could have said, you know what? We're going to do Correa one year. We're going to give you, we're going to give you 35 million this year. Next year is going to be a team option for 40. And then in year three, if we flex that, you get a player option for 45. How about that? Cash me outside. How about that? Like, I mean, there's all kinds of things you can do. All right, Marty, are you talking to me or somebody in chat? I'm not sure, but I just don't. I, this, this, this is this is what. What are you doing? Click. What, what are you? What are you doing, Crane? Unless your plan is you had a big splash coming later. You know, now if they sign another ace, if they if they if they added another legitimate bona fide ace, which I don't even know. I don't even know who's left. I don't I don't I don't think there's anybody left worth signing. Drew said they like Pena. Why though? Why? This is a dude who just found some power at the plate. This is not a guy that that, that comes with the expectations that Correa came with. You're lucky if Pena ever gets past hitting seventh in this lineup. I don't know, man. Oh, Marty said you, your explanation makes sense. Well, at least one person appreciates it. Wow, is that true? Clarence said the Falcons go from Matt Ryan to signing Mariota to a two-year deal. Damn! Yeah, that sucks. Um, Speaking of that, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about Matty Ice because that's another deal we got to discuss. That also went down. 315, we're good. If you didn't hear it, it went down right before I went on air here. Um, but the Colts have traded for Matt Ryan. You know what they gave up for him? A third round pick. I never heard of it. Exactly. A third round pick for Matt Ryan. Still on top of his game. I'd be interested to see. You know, let's pull up some stats. Let's pull up some statisticals. Let's let's see what old Matty Ice was doing uh, last year statistically. It's weird how I said that, but it's whatever. Don't judge me, hoes. Let's see. Here we go. This is offensive leaders. Let's just see. Let's just see where old Matthew Ice ranked. He was eleventh in yards uh, passing. He had twenty touchdowns. That's not great. That's not great. He didn't have no talent though, or very little. Uh, he had just he had uh, twenty touchdowns along with Garoppolo and Taylor Heineke. Yeesh. You never want to be on a list where you're like, oh, Taylor Heineke, twenty and twelve. Okay, seventeen games, three seventy five for five sixty. Completed sixty seven percent of his passes. His rating was pretty good, not not terrible. Well, actually, I take that back. His rating was 90. That's 18th. His QBR was 
even worse. Yeah, 21. Yeah. Matt Ryan made Ridley quit midseason. <laughs> yeah. Um, look, he's middle of the pack. And he's old. But 20 and 12 isn't terrible. 20 and 12 isn't terrible. It's not great. Um, I want to see. Let's see. Let, let, let's let's see. I know he's trending down, duh, because he's old. Last year he went 26 and or the previous year, 2020, he went 26 and 11, 26 and 14, 35 and 7. That was that was, you know, it's about when Matt Ryan peaked. Pretty significant drop off from last year, though. So hey, listen, if you're a Texans fan, well, the Colts went from Wentz to Ryan, so they didn't really get that much better. You go from Wentz to Ryan, you're not exactly uh, zoom out. You're not exactly killing it, boy. And the Falcons go from Ryan to Mariota, big step back. Even as bad as we saw those numbers, which is not bad, it's average, just okay. Let's evaluate. What is what is 2022 AFC South quarterbacks look like? It's Matt Ryan, Ryan Tannehill, Davis Mills, and Trevor Lawrence. What? What? It's awful. Awful. Who's the best player in the AFC South? Derrick Henry, right? I mean, it's the best player in the AFC South. That's so bad. <laughs> Phoebe said, damn, the Falcons and Texas will be fighting for the number one 2023 draft pick. Oh, no. The Falcons, trust me. Yeah, they don't have much. They don't have much talent either. All the web. Matt Ryan is probably glad he's out of Atlanta, to be honest with you. Of course, he got his feelings hurt. Every team that was in the running for Deshaun Watson pretty much hurt the feelings of whatever quarterback was on their team. So, J.M. Sizzle said the NFC South ain't much better. Mm. No. Uh, hold on. Actually, let's see. Uh. I mean, Brady, but then did the Saints re-up? Did the Saints re-up Jameis Winston? So you're going to have Mariota, Winston, Brady. Who's who's Carolina's QB now? Sam Darnold and P.J. Walker. Jeez Louise. Jeez Louise. Mm-mm-mm. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Tis bad. Okay, so the Saints did re-up Winston. So so Jameis Winston is now the second best quarterback in the NFC South. <laughs> ah, Two-year deal? Uh, I mean, they're going to be rebuilding, right? We all agree on that. The Saints are rebuilding. Um, Clarence said AFC West is looking at that schedule like AFC South. Win, 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 win. Yeah, there's nobody. Nobody. We should take a we should take a bet right now. Who's gonna have a worst who's gonna have the worst record? The AFC South or the NFC South? Although I don't think that's fair. Um 
trying to figure out what do we think the worst hold on let's do this what do we think that the worst the worst division in football is going to be next year is it going to be the afc south bills patriots going to keep that division relevant Bengals are going to be good again. Uh, Browns should be much improved now that they have a legitimate quarterback, even if he only plays 10, 11 games. Steelers are going to be pretty bad. Ravens, I don't know what to think about them. They could be good, could be bad. AFC South is going to be pretty awful. AFC West is going to be the best division in football. NFC East, they could always surprise you and just shit the bed. NFC West is really good with the Rams. Uh, I mean, well, let's say really good. I don't know what the Cardinals are going to be. The Niners, what are they going to do with Jimmy G? Seattle's now in a rebuild. NFC South, though, they have the Bucks buoying that division. North has the pack. I mean, like literally every every division has at least one team where you're like, oh, yeah, 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 that's a good, that's a good ass team. I mean, well, NFC East doesn't. Sorry, Cowboy fan. I don't know what they're going to do. Boy, AFC South by far is the worst division of football. By far. It's possible that no team has double-digit wins in the AFC South. That is, that is zoom out, 100% possible. 100%. Crazy. So, if I didn't mention, Matt Ryan traded to the Colts. And the Colts um, give up a third-round pick. That's it. And they give up a third-round pick for Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan probably has, what, two years left? Maybe. Do you think Matt Ryan is an upgrade over Carson Wentz at this point? I tend to say yes. I think the Colts got better, but that doesn't mean they got good. Right? Like, if Carson Wentz is a three, the Colts just went out and got a three and a half. They got better. But they didn't get good. Somebody's going to have to win the division. Probably going to be the, excuse me, the Titans. Probably going to be the Titans with their uh, running game and defense. That's it. Jags are going to be ass. All the money that the Jags spent, name one good player. They overpaid for everybody. They reached on everybody. Jags are going to be bad again. Texans are going to be bad again. Colts are probably going to be bad. I'll be honest with you. I, I don't, we saw Ryan Tannehill. We knew what he was, but then we had to go see it. So I think it's the Titans division to lose, but they ain't going to be great. They definitely ain't going to be great. Colts have everything they need except a QB. Okay. It's kind of important. Ask Denver. Right? I mean, we heard how Denver had everything. Uh, Drew said need that Bryce Young pick. Okay. Don said no. No what, Don? You can't just no. You guys no and give a reason. Can't just no. Don said, but it's still tighten up. No. No. I mean, yeah, it's their division, but that ain't bragging. It ain't, they ain't nothing to brag about. Hey, we won the AFC South at nine and eight. 
whack. Whack. What a shit show of a division. <sighs> Two of the worst teams in football in one division. Mm-mm-mm. All right, I'm going to ask you this. Colts were 9-8 and eight last year. They've gotten rid of uh, Carson Wentz, and they brought in Matt Ryan. They win more or less games, Don, since you're over here hyping up the, the Colts. Or, I mean, uh, uh, J.M. Sizzle, sorry. They're going to win more or less games. The, 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 the bar for the Colts is nine. Is Matt Ryan going to win 10 games for Indianapolis? Drew says more. Ooh, I would. Aaron says more. Demata says more. You guys are nuts. JM says, yeah, I don't see him winning 10 games. I don't know. Exactly. That's a tough one. You guys are just firing off mores. Carson pooped the bed the last five games. The 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 whole the Colts pooped the bed. They went nine and eight in an easy ass division. Let's see who do they play last year. Let's see. Let's see. They started off zero and three against Seattle, the Rams, and Tennessee. They beat the Dolphins. They lost to the to the Ravens, and the Titans, and the Bucks, and the Raiders, and then they lost to Jacksonville at the end. They beat the Cardinals, the Patriots, the Texans twice. The Bills, the Jags, the Jets, the Niners, and Miami. And this year's schedule. Well, they don't have it yet, but they're playing the, uh, the, the, the AFC South is playing the, um, they play in the AFC West or they're playing the, what are they playing in the NFC? I mean, uh, is it the NFC West? Who, well, we don't have the Texans yet. I know the Texans play the Browns this year. I do know that. So that means that the Colts have to play that division too. Uh, I wish I could see. Let's see. Colts 2022 opponents. Hey, here we go. Here we go. Let me move this out of the way. Let me move me out of the way. So we know their division. So they got the Chiefs, Broncos, Chargers, Raiders. Oh, then they play the NFC East. (sighs) Boy. Uh, If they play the AFC and the NFC West, my God. Yeah, they play the AFC West uh, and the NFC East and then their extra game. And I know like the Texans extra game is against the Browns. Uh, he got to be able to spell blame to say anything, I suppose. Who, who, who are you talking about? Oh, Don. Don said this is people blame one person too much. I see six to seven wins. Well, they're probably going to beat the Texans and the Jags, so that's at least what three of four. So let's say that they might lose one of those and mess around and lose one. So in the division, they probably, uh. I don't know. We'll, just, we'll give them. We'll give them fifty. We'll we'll give them. Uh, we'll give, we'll we'll split the division. Okay, 
they go three and three in the division. Maybe they lose the Titans once and, and either the Texans or the Jags once. So we'll, we'll give them three and three. Maybe they win all their home games. They ain't beating the Chiefs. They probably ain't going to beat the Chargers. So that's what? Three and five? Eagles? I don't know that they're beating the Eagles. That's a tough one. They'd probably beat Washington. Although Washington's pretty damn good defensively. It is at home, though. Um, so we'll call it what three and five. I'll give them. They're going to split one of those. So they're three and five. They're going to be four and six. Uh, they probably beat Pittsburgh. So they'll be five and six. And then Broncos. They're not beating the Broncos. That's five and seven. They're probably not beating the Raiders. Five and eight. Probably not beating the Cowboys. Five and nine. Will beat the Giants. That's six and nine. They ain't beating the Patriots. That's six and ten. Uh, the Vikings. I don't know. So they're six, seven, win team. That's it. Maybe. One more. Eight. So there's the answer to your question. Zoom out. Does Matt Ryan and the, and the Colts win more or less than, than last year's nine? I'm going to uh, uh, less. Where's their 10 wins coming from? So it's a bad division, man. Bad division. Yikes. Uh, what else sports stuff do we have? Oh, real quick, let's talk a little um some more some more cowboy stuff for you. Troy Aikman, what? Aikman's getting paid, and then come to find out that he was uh being petty about it. So if you didn't hear, Troy Aikman got a new deal. Um, got a new deal with ESPN. And he got a five-year, $90 million contract with ESPN. And the reports are that Aikman absolutely had to have more money than Tony Romo. That was the whole deal. That was it. it this deal, he had to be paid more than Tony Romo. Like, that's the, that's the, that's the. And I'm sorry. And Cece, I know you're a big Troy Aikman fan, and I, I, as a football guy, great, but he's not better than Tony Romo in the booth, and he didn't deserve more than Tony Romo with the deal. But get it if you can get it, player. Get it. Oh, he wanted petty cash. Yeah, he was definitely being petty. It says that Romo, uh, where is it at? Because of Romo and CBS agreed to a long-term deal worth $17 million a year. So Aikman got five years, 90 million. Here's a quote. Aikman wanted to beat Romo's deal since the day Romo signed it, according to multiple people with knowledge of his thinking. And ESPN was happy to accommodate when him when Patero learned he was available thanks to an opt-out in his contract. ESPN had moved on from Witten, but last season's Monday Night Crew of Steve Levy, Lewis Riddick, and Brian Greasy didn't have the name brand cachet as Buck and Aikman who will now earn north of $30 million combined. So you go from Levy, Riddick, and Greasy to Buck and Aikman. <sighs> Great, but here's the problem. I think you just wasted $90 million because most people, if given the option between Steve Levy, Lewis Riddick, and Brian Greasy, or 
Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, one or the other, or draw a line. The Manning brothers? I think a lot of people would rather listen to Peyton and Eli talk Monday Night Football. And by the way, Steve Levy and Lewis Riddick weren't bad. I don't think Brian Greasy added much. And I don't think Joe Buck is awful. I, I disagree 100% with that take, Sean. I don't think Joe Buck is bad at what he does. I think I think that's become one of those things where people, it's 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 this bandwagon of hate. Joe Buck, Chris Collinsworth, like you're, we're all supposed to just hate them. But tell me why Joe Buck is bad, Sean. Don't just tell me that Joe Buck is bad. Tell me why Joe Buck is bad. Give me examples of why Joe Buck is bad. Because I, I don't think he's bad. I don't think he's bad. I don't think Joe Buck is bad. I don't think Chris Collinsworth is bad. Guys that are bad, I like Troy Aikman is not great to me. I think Troy Aikman's bad. Not bad. Troy Aikman's not good. Troy Aikman's average. Like, eh. Like when they used to have Phil Sims doing games, just bleh. Eh. What's up, Alan? But I don't think Joe Buck is bad. Uh, Drew said, actually, Joe Buck is actually pretty hilarious. Yeah, I don't think he's bad. No, I mean, this is not like, uh, what's his face? Like, go, Gus Johnson, I think, is great, but he's, he's, not, he's not on this level. But I think Gus Johnson, man, when he gets excited, it's fun to listen to. Uh, this dude, what's his name? Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man. Kevin Harlan. That is the best. Gus Johnson is goat. Nah, Kevin Harlan is goat. Like, I don't even think Jim Nance, like, he doesn't do it for me. Kevin Harlan is goat. To me. Kevin Harlan is goat. Gus is awesome. He's probably top three, top five for me. Because when he gets excited, holy shit! Yeah, Drew said, yeah, I forgot about Kevin. So Kevin Harlan, I don't know. Just pick one. But Gus Johnson. Uh, Broke Boy said, Gus Johnson is 100% better than everyone discussed except Joe. Except Joe Buck? No, he's definitely not better than Kevin Harlan. No. No. <laughs> there you go. Rob said, Juan Soto is 23 years old. Okay. Okay. Um, and that's kind of the, the Chris Collinsworth beef is that he's just turning into Madden. Here's a guy. Boom. <laughs> Still think he does a good job. Steve, the weather guy said, I wonder at the Mannings after spending all this money. So the main broadcast doesn't get overshadowed. I don't know what that means, but okay. I wonder cut the Mannings after spending all this money. So the main, Oh, I wonder if they'll cut the Mannings. Uh, because yeah, they'll overshadow. That's that's a very good point, and I will say this too, though, that the Mannings are wanting to parlay what they've done. Like this is their production company, so it it wouldn't surprise me if the Mannings put their services up for bid, maybe somewhere else. I don't know if they're under contract. I don't know if they're required to stay with ESPN and maybe have to do something else. 
But boy, it would be interesting if they maybe they moved to Sunday night football or Thursday night football or something else. I'll tell you what, I know Amazon got full rights to Thursday night football. Boy, they should have just given that to to the Manning brothers, just done a Manning cast of Thursday night football because it's already bad enough as it is. You need entertainment during that those games. That would have been way more fun to listen to the Mannings talk about a boring game. So, yeah, I agree. Alan Mannings are awesome. It's a it's a fun watch. Now, guys like Walt, I don't know if he's here, if he's busy driving or whatnot, but some people like Walt will say, I don't like it because it's distracting. I want to watch the game. I want to be invested in the game. And I get that because it can be very distracting. But I kind of like the take my mind off of what's going on. It's fun. It's different. Broke Boy said getting Joe Buck and Troy also appeases the NFL higher-ups to get better games. I don't know about that. Uh, I don't know about that. Was that Kevin Harlan? The, yeah, that. yep, that was. This guy is drunk. Yep, that was Kevin Harlan. He's got all of them. Like when uh, they gave props to, I forget who it was, but remember when the ball got stuck? Alan Denson, thank you for the 10 bits. Remember when the ball got stuck in the for during Sweet 16? And uh, they, like, man, everybody was like, where's Kevin Harlan when you need him? They lifted up their cheerleader, and the guy was like, hey, good job. That's her one shining moment. He did okay, but a lot of people were like, man, if Kevin Harlan would have had that, oh, forget about it. Forget about it. That would have been call of the century. No doubt. So there you go. But end of the day, hey, congrats, props to Troy Aikman. He's now the highest paid color uh, commentator. In the sport, more than tr- Tony Romo. And just because you make more doesn't mean you're better. Just just so we're clear here. Uh, Eric Rosina said, is Buck going to do Sunday Night Baseball also? Oh, probably. Why, why, why would he not? I'm guessing so. You got him. I wonder if he still has a deal with Fox for baseball. That's a good question, Eric. I wonder if those were separate deals. I don't know. James has said the Manning cast is different. That seems to be what they're going for. I liked watching the Manning cast when the game is bad, but not during a good game. Or, but during a good game, I want the regular game call. I just think that they need to get a little more. They need to work on the delay stuff, right? Like, I think if they were both in the same room, which I think that they will be now that COVID is kind of fading, knock on whatever this is. I could see them putting them in a room in the same booth because you need those visual clues. And if there's a three or four second delay and then you're on delay and then you're on delay, everything's behind. But if you could get these guys in the same room and do a Manning cast, way better. Because, you know, them both talking to a guest who's on delay and then watching the game, that was a little bit awkward, but that's just the magic of television. But put them all in the same room. Have a guest pop in over Zoom is still good. Yeah, I, I like it, even during important parts of the game. Clarence said, no buck on World Series, no bueno. I agree. One of my favorite calls, just a random one that was like, um, just just the way Buck did things in his calls. I just really liked it. Alan said, do they live close to each other? I don't know, but that doesn't matter. Like, I don't, I don't think that that matters. I think that they, you know, travel like a play-by-play team does. Joe Buck and, 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 uh, 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 Troy Aikman don't live close together. Just go to a studio, you know, put, put them in a central location. It's once a week. They're getting a lot of money. 
They could do that. Either that or figure out a way to fix the delay. Uh, Ashton said, is Joe Buck the only time in sports history nepotism has actually worked out? No. No. Plenty of times in sports history that nepotism has actually worked out. Plenty. Cal McNair. <laughs> I mean, it worked out for him. Uh, 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 what's the dude's name? Um, uh, the Astros play-by-play guy. Uh, Todd Callis. Um, who else? Are you talking just play-by-play or are you talking in sports in general? Because there's tons of, you know, tons of father-son scenarios. Just... Couldn't I can't think of any of the Albert father son combo. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a real good one. Marv and whatever. Uh who else? Griffey. Yeah, but Griffey wasn't really nepotism. Not so much. Hey, Aaron Rabel, that's a really good one. Kyle Shanahan. That's a great one. Hundred percent. He got what he got just because of who his dad was. But then he learned how to coach. He's a damn good football coach. Damn good football coach. So, yeah. Um, I'll let you do all sports, not father-son players, because the father is in control of the team. I don't know what that is. Ooh, Reed Ryan because of Nolan Ryan. Well done, Donna. Well done indeed. Yeah, I think there's plenty of moments in sports, whether it be broadcast or otherwise, the Alberts is a good example where nepotism has worked. And, you know, you still have to earn your keep. You still have to, you have to have the chops to do it. I mean, if that was the case, if you could just go off of your dad's reputation, Michael Jordan's kid would be playing in the NBA. Giannis's brother would be a starter in Milwaukee. Still gotta, you still gotta be able to produce on the court. Still gotta be able to produce in the booth or on the field or as a coach or on the headset, whatever. It's just the, the, the nepotism gets you the opportunity. It doesn't, it doesn't mean you're going to keep it. Uh, Brooks, uh, Broke Boy said, like, the chances of Joe Buck becoming one of the best ever is wild. Well, I mean, it's, you know, it's in the bloodlines. It's in the fam. It's in the fam, fam. I haven't even shouted out uh, everybody over on the Podbean. What's up to Chris Reyes, truck driver Pookie, Eric Resendez, Elizabeth. Christopher Mina and Titan Hugo. Thank you guys for listening over there. As you know, or maybe don't, I don't check the chat over on Podbean. That is strictly for listening live. Uh, so I see hashtag save the bean is still happening over there. Hashtag save the save the bean still going strong. Uh, but Elizabeth, if you're over there, if that is your real name, did she already leave? Did Elizabeth leave already? I think she might have left already. Or is she still listening? Either way, uh, Elizabeth, this is a live streamed show on Twitch, so I just have the uh, listen only for folks that maybe drive around and can't watch because they are uh, busy driving or whatever. So, hashtag save the bean. It'll stay for now, guys. It'll stay for now, but I can't guarantee she's gone. Okay, I can't guarantee that it'll be around forever. Okay, I just, I just can't do it. I can't do it. I'm so hungry. I'm starving right now. Joe Buck is the Craig Biggio of broadcasting. Longevity is a ticket to greatness. Uh, disagree on both. 
on both. Can't or won't. Can't or won't what, Drew? Can't or won't what? Why are you trying to save Tony? I'm not trying to save Tony. What do you mean? Uh, I, that's a very, that's a very specific reference. I don't know. Oh, save the bean. Yeah. Uh, I could look, it's gotta be, the juice has to be worth the squeeze. And right now it's not a big deal, but if it starts to be too, not worth it, then yeah, I'll just shut it down. But right now it's okay. And we're not doing soccer talk. I saw a chat message over there for soccer talk. No, I will do some F1 though. Once I'm able to watch uh Sunday's race, I have it recorded. So that'll be fun. Uh, all right. Before we get out of here though, I do have a non-sports topic for you. We didn't get to this last week. Can we just talk about this real quick? Dolly Parton turned down the rock and roll hall of fame. Oh, we're going to hit 10,000 hearts tomorrow. Who? You or or all of... I think I just accidentally closed Podbean. Oops. I think I just shut it down. <laughs> I accidentally closed the window. Oh, it's still live. It's uh, uh, Is it still live? Are you guys... Am I still live over there? Or did I shut it down by accident? I think I shut it down by accident. Chris, did I shut it down? That's my bad. That's my bad. Uh, no, we're not talking soccer. No, we're not talking soccer. Damn, Barry killed the beat. Yeah, that's my bad. I accidentally closed the window. It still says live. How do I get over there? Hold on. Live stream, live shows. Yeah, they get in there. Edit live room URL. Go live. Uh, let me see if I can get into there. Uh, okay, it's still running. All right, it's still running. Dolly Parton is the motherfucking queen. <sighs> Listen. Dolly's not a great singer. She's a good singer. She's not a great singer. She's fun. She's sassy. She's, she's, uh, she's, she's, uh, she's a sweetheart, but she was, uh, we got thrown out like yesterday's trash. No, there. Okay. I'm back. Yeah, I'm back. Um, <laughs> Dolly Parton is a sweetheart of a lady, but she was nominated for the rock and roll hall of fame, not the country hall of fame. And she said, Hey, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. However, I'm sorry. That's not my Dolly voice. <clears> ha! <throat> hey, I appreciate it. Thanks so much. Uh, however, I am not rock and roll. Maybe one day I will cut a rock and roll album. But until then, I am not rock and roll album material, Hall of Fame material. So no thank you. She basically tried to pull her name out of the running. She basically said, no, take me off the list. And you know what? They didn't. They totes didn't. They were like, no, no, we're not taking you off the list, Dolly. You're nominated. You're in. So, so Dolly Parton is still nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as a country singer. Don't understand it, but whatever. It's like the, they just need to change the name of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame to the Music Hall of Fame and just get over it. Over on Podbean, Truck Driver Pookie said she won't get in, but her boobs will. 
Uh, what's up, Slightly Serious? They, they probably left already. They heard Dolly Parton and were like, yep, nope, I'm out. Yeah, Slightly Serious already left on Podbean. Raggedy bitch. Run DMC is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Exactly my point. But there is no rap Hall of Fame that anyone actually gives a shit about. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there is, but no one cares. Truck Driver Pookie said, do you get the money from the Golden Beans, Barry? I don't, there's like a threshold over on Podbean. There's like a threshold. Like, I can't get it out until I hurt, hit a certain amount. So all the money that's been given over there is just stuck. <laughs> and I don't even know what the threshold is, to be honest with you, uh, Truck Driver Pookie. I just know it exists, but I don't, I don't know what it is. Uh, I would have to go look. Let's see. Podcast. No. Live. Share. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, so I got like 250 pod points on Friday. And then again, I got another 50 on Wednesday, but I don't know what that is. Or I think it's a penny. No, golden beans, not like an anal bead. Steven, stop being weird. Yes, thank you, Potch, uh, for another shout-out for Aaron Rabel. Aaron, thank you once again for the raid. Very much appreciate you, my friend. So Dolly Parton backed out of the Hall of Fame. Uh, what else is going on? But there's, she's still in it. She'll probably make it, too. Whatevs. Uh, TikTok is now going to allow 10-minute videos. And lastly, and this will, be, this will be our last topic of the day. And this is thanks to Total Dallas. He sent me this link of all these different maps. So I'll be sharing these with you throughout the course of the next several days. Um, what does Philip, what did, what did, uh, what did Barnard say? Oh, so this was a weird thing. So what they did is they like looked up the autocomplete for every state. So in other words, you type Iowa is in Google chat or in Google search and you let the autofill or until, sorry, they used Yahoo. And then they use the autocomplete results, but they eliminated certain things like questions and state abbreviations. And then that's what they took and the top result was what they published. So when you, when you go to Yahoo, see if this is true and type in Texas is, and you get rid of the questions, Texas is, What's the time? What time zone? That's not out. So Texas is the reason. Texas is central time. Texas is famous for. Texas is open. Texas is forever lyrics. Texas is stupid. Texas is closed. Texas is back. Texas is dumb. I don't even see Texas is on fire. Where are they? Where do they, where do they get that from? It doesn't even make any sense. Does that happen when you go to Google? Because it didn't happen when I went to Yahoo and did it. Let's see. Texas is. Texas is what time zone? Texas is located on which te tectonic plate? Really? You don't know what fucking tectonic plate Texas is on? You dumbass. Okay, I don't know either. Texas is a community property. Yeah, there's no Texas is on fire. That's so stupid. Louisiana is sinking. That's probably pretty accurate. Mississippi is the fattest state was the one. Alabama is overrated. Let's go. <laughs> Florida is crazy. Okay, that's factual. Georgia is on my mind. South Carolina is so gay. North Carolina is not in the South. Tennessee is nice, but it ain't Texas. Arkansas is a natural boo. 
Oklahoma is closed. New Mexico is stretching. Arizona is racist. <laughs> California is broke. Alaska is melting. Hawaii is annexed. Nevada is not a wasteland. Utah is weird. Denver is for hustlers. Is that right, Jamal? He's not here today. These are amazing. Washington is broken. Oregon is faster. Idaho is stupid. Wyoming is not real. <laughs> North Dakota is a myth. What? Montana is for badasses. Wisconsin is better than Wisconsin. What the hell? Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. That's, uh, what is that? Yeah, that's, uh, that's Minnesota. My bad. Minnesota is better than Wisconsin. Wisconsin is broke. so great oh michigan is yours illinois is bankrupt <laughs> oh my god pennsylvania is no wait is that was that pennsylvania yeah pennsylvania is racist new york is killing me maine is a state of mind what the heck not an island a coffin boring oh rhode island is not an island nice who knew? Iowa. Iowa is too white. <laughs> is that Missouri? Yeah, Missouri is the worst state. No, that's not true. Kentucky is racist. West Virginia is racist. Virginia is for lovers. These are great. Maryland is for crabs. It's outstanding. <laughs> How is Florida man not the top search? But that's what they say. Like, they took that stuff out. It had to be descriptive. I googled Barry Laminac is, and it came up with dead. Is that true? Is that true? Barry Laminac is. Oh, it didn't, none of that popped up. You lying sack of shit. It doesn't zoom out. It doesn't say I'm dead, you big dumb dodo brain. Well, if you go to google.com. I wasn't technically at Google.com. Barry Laminac is, yeah, nothing. Nothing. Oh, I didn't put the. Barry Laminac is, yeah. If you just do Barry Laminac, it says comedian, wife, ESPN, net worth, and YouTube. Oh, what's my net worth? Yeah, it doesn't even register. Stupid as, stupid as shit ever. Whoa, wait, are you a zombie? Yeah, sorry guys, just so you know, uh, this will be my last show from heaven. I'm off to uh, purgatory, where I will be uh, broadcasting. It's not true. That is the show for the day, though. I gotta pee. We didn't even take a break and do the weather. Uzi, I'm sorry, I'll run the weather tomorrow, I promise. Didn't get to run it today, that's my bad. My bad. Hey, shout out to everybody over there on the Podbean. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. Elizabeth, you're the best. The best Podbeaner by far. Church Driver Fuki said a uh, golden bean. Steven Weather Guy, thank you for the six bits, my friend. Oh, what is it? Who's looking up Nora that frequently? Yeah, I don't know. That's super weird. Super weird. Yeah, who are we raiding? Let's go see. Who's on Twitch that we can raid? Nobody. 
don't see anybody raidable. fishing channels are on so just enjoy the rest of your day enjoy we didn't even talk march madness we'll do some of that tomorrow thank you alex good times today folks love you cc thank you everybody for being here hope you had a great weekend i'll see you tomorrow enjoy tonight's whatever and uh we will reconvene tomorrow at 2 p.m for more fun and shenanigans hope you all have a great night i will see you tomorrow until then do me three favors be safe Be kind, and most importantly, love each other. See y'all tomorrow. Alan, thank you for the TMBDs, my friend. (laughs) Daddy's making a YouTube video.